Vanessa and Vanessa and this is shit on the table. Alright. <laughs> I'm like I can't see. We guys we're trying to be like organized now and you know just in professional. I mean our content and what we say will still never be professional. But our background stuff is super messy. And literally right before we started, we were talking about our ADHD because we did a ton of stuff today for shit on the table. We've got some cool things coming. Uh, We don't want to spoil anything yet. But so we've been busy all day. Well, at least a half a day, which to ADHD brain, that's all fucking day. Yeah. (laughs) Because normal people can stay on task and focus on one thing and we are literally having to keep our brains from veering off so there's that extra harder work that we have to do (laughs) that normies just are like that should be easy and it's not (laughs) yeah but I'm super proud of us we have kept on task we have stayed on schedule for the most part and even with everything outside going on as well yeah and even huge fuck-ups that someone's fixing for me thank (laughs) god it's fucking fixable um well hopefully fixable but um yeah so super proud of us but yeah we had just did a live today um that was today for the um episode 10 hot dog contestant interview that was a lot of fun did you have fun yeah i did it was great yes i felt like such a fucking asshole because 100 percent. like like, i didn't know if i should slap you in the middle of it (laughs) like the rudest thing you can ever do to the people that you're interviewing is fuck up their names or your friends or your friends and you know what? I can't really say anything because I do it to my children all day long. So I think what it is, ADHD brain all over the place. And that's what I'm going to chalk it up to. Yeah. <laughs> I had been doing so good all day. My brain is like, we're just going to fuck up here and embarrass you on Facebook Live because I know their names. I know who I'm talking to. It just, my brain isn't as fast as my eyes. And I felt so I apologized to them after. Well, I had to apologize specifically to Alejandro because one, I love saying his name. Like it's, I love saying, it. I love rolling my R's. And so I just don't get why I was just fucking up his name so hard. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe your, t- your mouth just got tired and didn't want to roll the damn R. Well, it was rude of my mouth to do that. Yeah. For but sure. it was so much fun. I hope you know, you guys got to watch it and be a part of it, and it was a blast. Yeah. They're great peoples. So, how was your work? Oh, you know what? Hold on. Let me mention really quick, because um, we haven't... Um, I've been kind of keeping up with it a little bit. My social media has been slacking. Like, I didn't promote this the live too much and just haven't really been on this shit on the table and just want to give a shout out to our groomers in Texas and making sure that they're doing okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Just people losing power. The people who still had power are being charged upwards of $10,000 for their electricity bill. Yeah. People are dying and just fucking crazy. I hope you guys are did okay because I think it's passing. 
um, from what I saw on some of the people's Facebook posts, that the snow is kind of melting. But that doesn't mean that it's not still fucking cold. Yeah. So, hope you guys are doing okay. And I heard, too, on a news article that the bills were going to be forgived, which I think they should. Because that's fucked up. Taking advantage of people during this time specifically regardless of when it was the bill should have never been that high yes you guys stand together stay warm and keep fighting exactly so (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys i got a new chair and i'm wearing socks on linoleum and i'm trying to sit up and adjust my chair (laughs) it's hilarious Sorry, guys. But, yeah, you know, what's going on in Texas, I hope you guys all stay super safe. And Oklahoma, too, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Oklahoma as well. So you guys still be safe out there. And if it's not Oklahoma, well, be chill. I mean, don't be chill. Be warm. (laughs) Uh, So what's going on with you? How has your week been? So my weeks have been super busy lately, um, which is a great sign. Money's coming in, and I'm totally in desperate need of it so that works out um business is growing still um i want to talk about something weird i don't know if it's correlation um between the two things but okay so i have this super overweight husky she's like the size of a malamute but mama says she's a husky she's 10 11 years old she's very old she's very very heavy Anyway, there's two different services that are offered at my work. And we have a quick bath, and we have um, what I do, which is grooming. So, anyway... Side note, the quick bath is the stupidest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, um, mom's always complaining that, like, she smells so bad. And this dog smells so bad. Like, she smells rotten. And she's like, I think it's her anal glands. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to express a 10-year-old husky's anal glands. That's not going to happen. So she takes her to the vet. The vet expresses the anal glands. Yes, some stuff comes out. But the smell doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. So the first time I groomed this dog was probably like five or six weeks ago. Maybe seven weeks ago. So like the first time I groomed it was a while back. And I had noticed that she's super old. She cannot clean herself. She's also very overweight. And she's also a husky. And, yeah, she smells because she's dirty. Yeah. But mom had been getting these quick baths, like, every week. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, when I groomed her, I noticed what was going on. She has a severe infection in her whole vaginal area. The whole area. I mean, to the point where it's, like, They're lucky it's just the vagina area. It's pus. It's pustulating. it, It smells... Okay, you guys, if you haven't smelled the, the scent of rotted flesh, it's her flesh is rotting. She smells like she's dead. Wow. She walks around in that putrid smell. Rotting it? flesh is the worst smell. I've only smelled it once, and it was on a cocker spaniel. Yeah. And I had to put the dog away. I was gagging, dry heaving. I was alone, so, like... <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. making anything up. Like, I dry, was dry heaving, and just, I couldn't. The smell of rotten flesh, 
is the worst smell I have ever smelled in my life. And it doesn't, you remember that smell. It doesn't go away. Yeah, it was awful. So the first time I did her, I noticed the smell. We couldn't figure out what it was. We thought it would maybe be her anal glands. But I knew it wasn't just her anal glands, so I figured it was like a yeast infection on her stomach or her thighs or even in the vaginal area. I knew that it could have been a possibility because she was so thick. And so um, we washed her, and I knew because if she has been getting quick baths, Quick baths are just, they wash her and let her go. She air dries. Yeah. And I'm like, for compacted hair, that's not a good sign. Her that's hair. probably what we're smelling is yeah. diseased skin. Because it's not being able to breathe after the, the bath. Yeah, the moisture is trapped. So the first time we did her, she was completely dry. And Did you see anything while blow drying? No, I didn't see anything while blow drying. She was that thick. Oh, so wow. once we got all the hair out, I shaved her whole ass, her badge, everywhere, that whole area. Then that's what I noticed was everything was cleared away. She had a severe infection. <gasps> so I told mom, and I said, you need to take her to the vet. That infection is bad. After going to the vet, she still takes, um, she still gets those quick baths because she stinks. So she got some, oh, what, is, what is that um, pink? Um, chemical that we use to disinfect chlorhexidine so she got some chlorhexidine wipes and vetricin spray like anti-itch and anti-inflammation mm-hmm. spray and that's what they gave her to kind of clean off that area and stuff like that just wipes and like some spray yeah that's what, what about I shampoo because it's not in the rest of her body it is just targeted to her like pussy area like it's just fucked up and so i was like man that doesn't seem right antibiotics yeah like i was thinking like maybe like a steroid shot yes like not even that like maybe just like a steroid cream yeah that too or like a vagicil for dogs i don't know if there is one (laughs) but like just something to keep like one did they swab her like they didn't i don't know what they did but uh she came back to me a week ago about two weeks ago so so after the last time I talked to you, uh-huh. after between the time we had our last podcast, and she was gonna get a quick bath, but the girls were like, "We can't handle the smell because yeah. they can't blow dry her because the blow drying makes them throw up yeah. from the smell." So I was like, "Okay." So the mom called me. I need a groom. I need to get her bathed. I need to get her in. And so I did it because like I know what I'm doing. I can get over the smell. It was gross, but I can do it. You are braver than I am. I cannot get over that smell. No, it still haunts me. There's still nightmares, but, like, if I got to do it, I got to do it for the health of the dog. Like, I'm just trying to be a good groomer. Yeah. Right? And a good person sometimes. So, anyway, um, I clean her up. I do everything. I wipe her down with the wipes, everything. And I told mom, I was like, she probably needs a cream or something. And so they're like, wait, I got to take her to the vet. The vets have done nothing for her. No, they, like, they don't. They yeah. usually don't. But then I'm like, why? I don't, I, sh- this is way above my pay grade. Yeah. I mean, I still did it because I felt bad. But she was like, I did the wipes, the spread. I, I did the wipes first and I let it kind I didn't, I let this sit, it sit there on her on her for like over two hours uh-huh um the medication and then um every time she peed we just wiped her again mm-hmm. uh-huh and so when i finished the groom 
like right before she was going when I was brushing her out. I wiped him one more time and then um, I just patted it dry with a paper towel to make sure everything was dry. Wow. Because I'm like, this, these are tiny little wipes. They're, they're smaller than a fucking hemorrhoid wipe. Like, so they're like the um, cotton rounds they're that you like get from makeup. Yeah, they're tiny little cotton rounds with chlorhexidine on it. And they gave Why doesn't me, she just go to a feed store? They sell chlorhexidine there. Well, no, she can go to it. She can go to any store to get the chlorhexidine. My point is, is that is that enough? Like, is that enough? This is a severe infection. She's pustulating and bleeding. It's not enough. Yeah. She needs internal action. Like, this is steroid. This is fucking suppositories, depending on how far it's gone up. She could just do a suppository if they make them for dogs, depending on how far in the, you know, vagina it is, the it's, vaginal canal. It's all, it's on the outside. Oh, or this we'll, is all just on the outside. This is all on the outside. I'm not going into a dog's vagina, by the well, way, guys. No, I, no, no, no. I assume <laughs> oh, you were okay. saying that the pus was coming out of the vagina. No, it's all on it's the, just the outer skin. lips, the inner thigh. The outer it's just, she's just so thick. Her coat is so thick, she is so fat, and she just can't clean herself, and she can't move. And I'm like, you can't Aww. do that and just clean that area every two weeks for the dog. She needs to have some sort of, like... She needs daily cleanings. Yes. Daily... And then, and then, like, a steroid cream. Something to keep that area from being just a buffer. Just, like, a buffer. Yeah. She needs a second opinion. Fuck yeah, she needs to get rid of that vet. Did you tell her that? Like, yes. she needs a second opinion? I told her. I told her the first time. I was like, she needs some... I was like, maybe... Because I've, I've heard people use Monistan on bulldogs. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe you can ask your vet if you can use some Monistat on her. Because this infection is pretty bad. And so she takes her to the vet, and that's what she gets back. And I'm like, that doesn't seem it's, like it's enough to yeah. me as a groomer. But, I mean, whatever. I'm not a vet. So the second time around, which was almost a month after I had seen her, she still smelt. And then when she had her appointment, she smelt so rancid. So then my question is, are the owners keeping up at home? Probably not. I don't know. And, I mean, because assume the vet knows what it's doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And. A couple chlorhexidine wipes a day. It, yeah, it should work if you're doing it daily. Yeah. Every, you know, every couple hours. So then are the pet parents, because I always tell pet parents, when I notice an ear infection, I always tell them, you need to finish the bottle. You need to finish the pills. Just because the ear looks good, it doesn't smell bad, doesn't mean the bacteria isn't still at the bottom of the canal. Yeah, and you need to be doing it within the time frame that yes. they suggest. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't stop, you keep going. I know it's inconvenient, but you do it for how long the doctor tells you to. Mm -hmm. Because people have a tendency, if it looks good, it must be done. Or I don't have to do it every time. Yeah, and it's like, no. I just don't understand people. I don't know. It we're, Humans are like that when they take antibiotics. Oh, I'm awful. Yeah, Harvey's awful too. He won't finish <laughs> a bottle. And I'm like, that's how you That's how Chris is. I don't fucking get it. Like, oh my God, he gets like an ointment or a cream or a bottle. It never, it, like we have a surplus of expired medication. What are yeah. we going to do with it? Well, antibiotics, like I always keep them even if they're not expired because they're still somewhat active. 
And so in like the case of an apocalypse, expired antibiotics are better than no antibiotics. I don't know. I, my dad kind of just instilled some crazy in me when it comes to <laughs> prepping. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so do you think that the yeast issue could be linked to something that's going on at home or at the salon? Okay, so this this is something I have to bring to um, a, a couple of the girls' attention where it's like they're mixing they're diluting bottles of shampoo, but it's being left diluted for way too long before being used on a dog. And in my rule book, nothing over, personally, nothing over eight hours for me Yeah. Uh, for dilution, but definitely 100% don't dilute anything with water um, and have it sit for 24 hours and then always sanitize your bottles. Yeah. That might not be the case going on. I'm not saying that dirty shampoo or bacterial-ridden shampoo is going to cause this, but I don't think... I think there's a lot of things attribute. could be attributed to how bad the um, irritation, how bad it got. Yeah. So what you're saying is the dog could have had... Like a small, slight skin irritation from well, the beginning. It's, it's 100% clear that that dog is obviously going to have medical issues because of her size and because of the fact that she yeah. is her age and she is so disabled. I get that. But when we're adding bacteria-ridden shampoo to a dog that you cannot dry that potentially mm-hmm. has you know, skin issues, bacterial issues anyway from the dog being the dog... It's going to make things so much worse. Yeah. On top of that, the owner stopped using our shampoo or the, the other side's shampoo and wanted to use her shampoo. But it is, again, all... It's not diluted shampoo. It's straight shampoo. But it's all, like, natural shampoo. Which expires faster. It does. It, I shouldn't say expires. It breaks down faster. It does. And, and I don't know how long she's had those shampoo bottles because she gave us a whole series of shampoo bottles. So it's like, well, how long have you had these shampoo bottles or, the, or these bottles of shampoo? And the obvious the number one red flag is that vitamin E is a preservative. Yeah. And if you guys know anything about vitamin E, it's not a bad preservative. It's just an unstable preservative, and it has a very short shelf life. Very, very short. Very short. Very short. So... You put I, water... A little bit of water and a gallon of shampoo on accident. That shamp- that gallon is done. Yeah. Toss it. Yes. It it's and then the, the, you know you don't know what else. So and then not drying the dog on top of that is going to cause havoc. Exacerbate it's just, the issue. This dog is not built for what they're doing, and so now I have to bring up a conversation with like the girls. Like, hey, you are not supposed to dilute shampoo before you use it. Dilute the shampoo when you use it. Yeah. Clean out the bottles and disinfect. Whatever method you want to disinfect, as long as it's disinfected. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. There is, if you're questioning the theory on this, um, do you know? Corina Stormworthy. She did an amazing video because she... Which was in like 2016, right? Yeah. You can find it on Facebook. It's still floating around there. Mm Mm-hmm. She she's amazing. She's a biologist, isn't she? Yes. Um, that's where she started, and she owns a salon and daycare with 
I want to say Mari. No, Macy Pisa. Macy Pisa. Yeah. So, and, but biology, I can't speak of her, but I assume it's a passion or else she still wouldn't do it. No, that's what she does. Did you take her class with me? I did not know. Okay. It's great. It's an amazing class. Take any of her classes. That she yeah. Needs. She does all the sanitation classes. Yeah. Salon sanitation. She also does a one on vaccinations as well, but it, she literally breaks everything down when it comes to, and I still have her slides somewhere, but I can't pull them up on my screen. So I guess I'll have to go to her show her classes again but i think next time i'll take one of her classes oh they're amazing she literally breaks down all of the wonderful um strains of diseases and infections that you can get just being in a salon or what's floating around in the salon Mm -hmm. and how to properly disinfect them and what chemicals kill what not all chemicals are made the same and it doesn't mean one's better than the other it's just sometimes you're gonna have to target certain things yeah so she's amazing so she had that post i think it was in 2016 yeah of her swabbing um shampoo bottles after so many you know hours and to see what kind of bacteria she was getting or how much bacteria she was getting yeah so there's actual science behind it that these shampoo bottles shouldn't be left out with shampoo because they start to harbor bacteria and different types of shampoo harbor bacteria a lot faster than others. Uh, but you should just rinse out your shampoos and disinfect them at the end of every day. Yes. I know you're thinking, but my money's going down the drain. Well, it's better than having a huge vet bill because there is a bacterial I- infection that was possibly caused within your salon. Yeah. And it's not, I wouldn't say it's easy to just pinpoint a bacterial, a bacterial infection caused by your salon, but you're definitely exacerbating it. And on top yeah. of that, it's not good for the overall health of the dog. And your job is to, one, make sure that the overall health of the dog from your side is taken care of. And if yeah. you're not doing that, but just being a little cleaner... Yeah, you missed a spot vacuuming, but your bottles are disinfected, so your dogs yeah. are straight. It's exactly. okay. Like this is why I love frothing. And you know what? It's like mark your bottles. Get more bottles. If you're gonna do the bottles, the bottles are two dollars. Just get a batch of bottles, and when you're ready to clean them, clean them. No, you just I disinfect them hardcore. I don't use bottles, but I have a shit ton of bottles sitting in my garage with like shampoo in them that. All my bottles need to be cleaned. I think they need to be tossed out at this point. Probably. If they've been the in. The bacteria is probably <laughs> like, so far deep in the plastic. Yeah. It's not disinfectable. <laughs> yeah. No, we do both. Um, if we have, like, a really big dog, we'll use just a bottle. Just because it's easier for us. Um, my frother is tiny. And we use the frother. So. I just hate bottles. I am not a fan of them, but they have served their purpose in my yeah. life. And I will they continue I will continue to have a couple of bottles here and there just in case. It's not that I hate bottles, it's I hate that I have to do something extra at the end of my day. There you go. Cool. I don't like so I keep one bottle in my trailer for my hot oil treatments mm-hmm. and I just dump it and spritz in my disinfectant let it sit, rinse it out, and call it a day. There you go. As long as you're fucking cleaning them. But I have one bottle that, that I keep in my trailer. Yeah. But Oh, and that's another thing with disinfecting skies. If you have to dilute your disinfectants with water, it has to be thrown out. 
Oh, yeah. You can't keep that. So We used to do that at PetSmart. Oh, no. We used to do that all the time. Like, I, yeah. you guys, this is not what... We haven't been taught to... We're, we're taught to save money and preserve, mm-hmm. right? And hoard sometimes. Yeah. And don't do that. No, not anymore. We're learning. And we'll just spit the information that we learned from someone else at you. But, yeah. Oh, God. And I hate to say it, but at the old salon that we used to work at, it was my idea to do mass dilutions. Yeah. And save it. And then for I... The, for the... But at the end of the night, and then so they're ready in the morning. Yeah. And then... Oh, my God. I remember when our boss was so pissed because she... It was your idea. It was. And I copped up to it, and I apologized. And I said I thought this was a good idea. And then the chick posted that video, and I watched it, and I came into work the next day, and I said, we can't do this anymore. And she's like, what was your idea? And I was like, well, watch this video. Like, you're allowed to learn. You're allowed to grow from your mistakes. You're allowed to change and form new opinions. And she was so mad because, yes, what I had um, said to do was cost-effective for her pocketbook. But then I showed her hardcore evidence that this could be causing issue. She, for like unwillingly changed oh what was what did she say well it's vanessa salon yeah i was there from the beginning no i know but that's what she said she was like well we gotta do this now because it's vanessa salon she was so pissed about it whatever you know what i helped build that salon that's how i see it because i was there alone sometimes Mm -hmm. grooming alone building up the salon so yeah mine (laughs) (laughs) but how was your week um honestly work week i don't remember um this was a huge ivf week for us um so everything was really just for the two weeks that since our last episode was literally just counting down the days um so i don't think anything too exciting happened um just chit-chatting with clients um booking oh i'm closed (laughs) i'm not open for the public i guess you could say um once the episode aired i had just changed my voicemail to not accepting new clients and so i've been getting an influx of phone calls and i don't know if it's coincidental to the show or just coincidental that I'm closed, and when you're closed, you seem to be really popular. You know what I mean? Yeah. That theory. I don't know what the theory is, but I know there's a theory for it. Yeah, the exclusivity. Yeah. Makes you special. Something like that. And so... Everybody wants to be in a club. They do. So, that's kind of where I'm at. So, I haven't been taking on new clients. I did take on one new client, but she was amazing. It was a referral, a Yorkie, so I was like, this is too easy to just add to my schedule yeah we can fit you in exactly and she's every two weeks so perfect for me she loves i mean i don't know if she loves my pricings but she doesn't bat an eye it's just a straight hourly price so she pays for you know 85 dollars no matter what bath or haircut you're just paying for the time but um let's see we do have a new groomer coming to town a new mobile groomer yeah uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I am not... Okay. Like, with her own unit? Yes. Okay. She has a little trailer. She seems chill, but I am a petty, jealous person, 
and I try not to be, mm-hmm. but I got a little butt hurt because I like to try and be the most expensive. My two-year goal, <laughs> <laughs> my two-year plan is to be at $100 an hour, mm-hmm. and I will be there by 2022. So probably, yeah, about a two-year plan. So I should be there at $100 an hour by 2022. No, 2023, excuse me. Yeah, 2023. Um, so I think I'm fairly bad shit because not a lot of people charge hourly out here. Mm-hmm. So not all of my dogs are just $85. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a lot of my shih tzus and stuff like that are over 85 um, But... So we were just talking because she reached out to several mobile groomers trying to get the lowdown on how to run a business out here. What does she need? Um, she wants to get better at working behind the scenes, which you've come to the wrong person. But I can tell you how to start your business. That's as far as I can get you. Mm-hmm. Everything else, SOL. Eh. Um, so I kind of just asked her, like, so how much are you charging? And she's like, well, $90 for a bath. And I'm like, Okay. So how much for a haircut? And she's like two hundred an hour, and I was like, "Wow, get it!" <laughs> and then I stopped talking to her, <laughs> and I am just like, "I won." I okay. So a part of me is like, "I hope she can do it out here," you know, because she was saying that Vegas is really cheap, and I was like, "Yeah." For some reason, I thought she was from California, but she's not. Um, she's like, and I was like, yeah, you know, in California, you can get away with a lot more, you know, a lot of mobile groomers out there start a hundred plus. Yeah. But that's fucking California In Vegas. It's really hard to compete because a lot of mobile groomers don't charge enough. And there's a lot of mobile groomers and it's a very small town. Yeah. It is small town. We have a small town feel, but we have a lot of people it's very condensed here yeah so i'm not worried with the fact that another groomer is coming here that i do not give no fucking shit for sure but either she's gonna get it the 200 dollars an hour or she's gonna struggle really hard to get it because i struggle just getting 85 dollars an hour and it's 85 90 95 dollars an hour and then my large dogs that i have on the books are 100 dollars an hour so, I struggle with that price point, and I hope she can do it, because then I want to be at $230 an hour, <laughs> <laughs> which would be like a five-year plan, but, you know, I hope she can do it, but I got a little jealous, I'm not going to lie, because I was like, well, fuck, I want that. Good for her. Like, I want to be better than you at pricing. I don't really know what her grooms look like. I tried snooping on her page for her business page, but she just does a lot of, um, I don't know, random posts. I didn't see too many animals, even though there were on there. But I just haven't really been, I've been busy. Yeah. I've been busy. Um, but so in other news, with an update on the IVF journey, um, we implanted on Friday. So, or inseminated, I should say, because it hasn't implanted yet. Hopefully it does. But we inseminated on the 19th, which was on Friday. So it was such a beautiful experience. It was crazy. I got to watch it all. I was not sedated. I thought it was going to be, but I was not. 
so you get to feel like the tube going all up in your like vaginal canal and then like going through your cervix oh god i hate when they fuck with the cervix and he poked it because <laughs> he's trying to go through this tiny little fucking hole yeah you know and if you've ever seen a cervix it looks like a butthole <laughs> <laughs> it really does like go google a cervix but i didn't get to see the cervix i've just been curious of what cervix look like and have actually that's not true harvey has showed me cervix in videos surgery videos and i thought they were buttholes and he's like that's your cervix <laughs> <laughs> and I, then i had to google more cervixes other than the one that I had saw to see if he was right. He was right. He sees them, like, all day. So, um, but anyways. So, then I got to see on the ultrasound the tube and that was inside of me. And then the embryos are, in, I don't want to say encased, but they're inside uh, fluid. And then they squirt the fluid um, into your uterus in a certain area. Um, and then the embryos are kind of just in there chilling and then they will burrow into your lining. So that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, it was actually a really cool experience. And then I started crying (laughs) (laughs) and I was alone. It was, Harvey wasn't able to be in there because it was a surgery room, but it was a really pretty moment and we got to have pictures. So the pictures of my uterus with the fluid in it it was really cool we got to see the embryos um my doctor wanted to put in three embryos and i said no (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to risk three babies so or you don't want to risk those babies splitting yeah because there will be an eviction notice (laughs) there is no doubt about it (laughs) no i even had harvey looking up how it's done just to make sure that I had an out if we had multiple babies and two is enough I'm hoping for one but (laughs) right just give me the one just give me the one but two is okay I can deal with that but one is where I where it should be where it should stop (laughs) but so yeah we're excited it was beautiful we got home Saturday um yeah so i'll keep you posted on this little sideline story but yeah it was really interesting to feel someone wash my vaginal canal like he washed it yeah squirted water and scrubbed it it was a weird feeling did you like it um i wanted to like it but i did not like it it did not (laughs) feel good you're like i wanted to because it was him but then (laughs) So my fertility doctor is, he's a total nerd, but he's adorable, but he loves us. He told us afterwards, he's like, you're amazing. You guys are an amazing client. Like, I really like you guys. And I'm like, oh, I bet you tell all the girls that. (laughs) And he was like, no, that's weird. (laughs) He's like, no, that's weird. I don't do that. He's like, I really mean it. And I think it's just, we, there's a huge, um, um, a verb, not verbal language barrier. Yeah, there's a huge language barrier, but I don't talk to him any differently than I talk to you or our listeners. I talk to him normal, as you should, even if there's a language barrier. I think it's a respect thing, 
Um, and if someone is having a hard time understanding me, which someone has told me that, I will then change the way I talk to them um, so that they can understand me. But I just w- don't feel that you should just automatically change it because I feel that when you have a language barrier or someone who does have a language barrier, it's nice to know that you feel like you're just like everyone else, regardless. Like There's that comfortability, like you're comfortable. And when you're comfortable, it's easier to decipher what they're saying. Yes, or that I feel comfortable with them. Yeah. That, you know, you're just another person to me. It doesn't matter what's happening. But if they're having an issue, then they let me know. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can definitely mm-hmm. tone it back. But he <laughs> used um, awesome because he's very, you know, I try and get him out of his comfort zone. And, like, a couple times he's thrown a joke back at us. And, like, even though it's an inappropriate joke, he'll still throw it at me. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And I can tell he's, like, looking at me like, is she offended? And I'm, like, laughing my ass off. Um, but I, so I had to scoot off of the, um, onto the gurney a certain way. And he's, like, as you would say, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, that's hilarious. And then as he's taking out the duck bill, which was a metal, uh, or the, what is it? Yeah, the speculum. The speculum. Um, he was, like, the torture is over. <laughs> Like, oh my god if my ob doesn't say that every <laughs> single time i don't want them i know it's fucking hilarious because i was complaining because it was uncomfortable and when i'm uncomfortable i make jokes and so i was like oh you should have sedated me and i was like laughing my ass off and i'm like because i'm just not gonna stop talking because i'm uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> and you should have just shut me up but yeah so that was that Nothing really grooming related for me this time because nothing really happened. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. We have um, so a review for you. One of our lovely listeners has her own little Etsy shop, and it's all called Oh My Dog Leads on Etsy. Um, her name's Christy. Please don't kill us if we pronounce this wrong, but it's Christy Hahn. Um, she sells biothane grooming leads. And she had listened to one of the episodes about me talking about the alpha dog grooming lead. And she hit us up. And I was like, fuck, yes, I would love to try your leads. Um, because I was wanting to try her leads anyways, but I forgot who sold them. So then I just bought the alpha dog, but I wanted to buy hers first. Um, and so she had hit me up after listening to that episode. So she sent us um, a 15-inch grooming lead for Vanessa, and I got the 20-inch grooming lead. And she sent us two slip leads that Vanessa didn't get. You're a dumb bitch. <laughs> You're a dumb bitch. I said I'd give you all my old slip leads. Give me a fucking slip lead. So I stole... <laughs> Both of the bio, um, biothane slip leads, <laughs> and they're amazing. <laughs> I enjoy them. So, um, I'll give you one, whatever. Me <laughs> too. Um, so you, she can do customized, I don't know, yeah, I think she could do customized colors, and then she sells colors already on her shop. Um, so what color was yours? 
Um, I have the 15 inch green and it has like a little bit of a purple piece on it to the adjuster is purple. Okay. It's like lime green. I fucked it up because I dyed a dog on it. So it's <gasps> orange now. Aww. But uh, I wonder if it'll come out over time. It doesn't really matter to me. Like come out of the pores. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I got all black. The leads are black. Because I didn't feel like dicking around with you because it took forever just to get the colors from you. <laughs> you could have just got me black. Everything in my life is black. No. Wanted you to have custom. And then you were uh, killing me with just the one lead. So I was like, just get two blacks. Vanessa doesn't get a choice. <laughs> I said I don't care. No. You're no fun. But I got all black. And I love <clears throat> it because honestly, okay. So they work really, really well. And so I was using them, and I was like, these look really kinky as fuck. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mine do look a little kinky. I was walking the dog back to the owner with the biothane lead, and I am like... Dominatrix Yeah. You're like, like, man, I'm going to be on my tippy toes a little bit like I have some heels on right now. It looked a little kinky. But I loved it. And it's just because of the colors I got. Because Vanessa's does not look kinky at all. No, mine looks very cutesy and kitschy. Yeah, mine is very BDSM. Like, in the community BDSM. Not the fluffy Fifty Shades of Grey shit. It's... So I'm kind of like, can she make me some cuffs? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can always ask. I know. Well, I'm asking. (laughs) But, no, I really like them. Um... The only one thing, if I had to say something negative, is the adjuster. Yeah, it's a little tight. It is a little tight, and I understand why it has to be tight. Um, I did put these, put Miley to the full test. Um, I had a bad dog, because she has the metal ring at on her loop, just like the alpha dog does. And, um, and just like the... Um, groomer's helper lead does too but the groomer's helper is set into place Mm -hmm. Uh, this one is freestanding so it can move Um, but anyway so I have a dog that I have to use my groomer's helper with and um, I put it on him I tightened the adjuster and it didn't budge yeah no they don't budge I like them a lot I got the 15 inch one so um it works really well from tub to table with our bigger dogs. Yes. Um, I still use it with the quick release groomers. I do too. Uh, adjustable thing. Um, the the adjuster. Mm-hmm. Um, just for safety reasons for me um, with my smaller dogs and with some of my larger dogs. Um, but I, I like the idea of tub to table. That's what That's yeah. what really stuck out to me is that it's not saturating the coat while I'm trying to freaking dry it. It's yes. It's quick dry. It's done. Yeah. And yeah. Have you have you broken the habit though of s- switching leads because I'll take the lead off on no, the table and no. walk all the way to the tub. <laughs> no, and, and I just noticed my apprentice doing that too because we have the ones for the tub and then we have the ones for the table. Mm-hmm. And I'll notice that she'll take the one that she took on the tub off and I'm like, "Oh, you don't have to. It's tub to table." Yeah. And we just like forget it's I so hard to break that um, mentality, break that habit. Mm-hmm. But it is nice though. And then I like that I can still use the groomer's helper with it because yeah. I was a little concerned 
that I wouldn't be able to, um, but I am. Mm-hmm. But then I still don't like how tight the the loop is, or not the loop, but the adjuster. But it has to be tight. Like I don't, I don't mind the, the tightness. Stopper. I don't mind the tightness when it comes to working on the table because again, I use that quick release. The quick release is just like my safety thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the quick, quick release scrimmers helper adjuster, cause you can hook it up to it. And so if the dog is struggling or pulling away or choking itself, I could just release the damn thing really quick. Yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. Well, then what are you worried about? Cause I like to, I'll adjust it uh-huh. and then have the lead hanging down a little bit. And then I'll take the adjuster on the, the loop and adjust it so that the lead is still on the dog but now it's just not as tight so I can work on faces because I won't some dogs I can't take the le- the loop off completely I have to still keep it on yeah but the adjuster is just too oh tight it's just... to go up and down and so I have to use both hands that's all it is it's just I have to use both hands and is that worth it to use these leads clearly because I haven't stopped using it <laughs> I haven't gone back to the switching multiple um yeah i haven't gone back to the standard groomer's helper lead Mm -hmm. so and i've noticed with it the drying time not i shouldn't say drying time but when i'm drying the dog i don't get that crease that i used to get with the groomer's helper at the back of the neck yeah because it's it's not retaining the moisture yeah so that piece right behind the occiput mm-hmm. isn't drying faster than the other parts of the dog because it's not it's not fabric. Mm-hmm. It's biothane. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce the word, so I just looked down at the paper. <laughs> but the biggest thing is tub to table, and I really like that. Yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. I'll probably get the 22 inches, too. I think I'm going to get a 15-inch, and, you know, I'm just going to get rid of all my other leads, including the alpha dog, because I'm super anal, and everything has to be the same. So I'd rather support our fellow groomer than alpha dog, and it's not just a blind follow either. I actually like the leads. Yeah, and if she, and it, you know, if she's willing to customize certain things for us, just like a smidgen thing. I like I like when the loop is like kind of like still. I wonder if she could do that. <gasps> I don't know. Yeah, something you'd have to ask her. It doesn't have to be pretty because I don't care about pretty. <laughs> I mean, these loops are pretty, but I don't care about pretty. They are actually pretty. Oh, another note to be noted: if you do have the Alpha Dog, I know I'm using Alpha Dog a lot. It's because that's the only biothane lead that I know of and have currently used. Um, so it's a comparison. The Alpha Dog is. Um, I don't want to say thin, but the width of the loop, um, I don't know if it's a fabric or the plastic or what, but it's thin. Hers are a thicker width, yeah, which I like. I like that too. For some reason, it gives me a little bit more comfort that I'm not like about to decapitate something. Yes. It's that's, not. That's the only thing that like really bugs me about a lot of standard bath yeah. loops because the bath loops, they may have like. A little buffer. But, like, mm-hmm. the dog moves a certain way that it's just choke chain. And yeah. it scares the shit out of me. It freaks me out. I feel yeah. like eyeballs are going to pop out. You know, I get weird. No, I'm the same way. I don't... 
I don't like it. And so this is more of a wider um, platform so that it's kind of a... What is this that I'm doing? I wouldn't say <laughs> that the neck is solely resting on it because no matter what, it's a grooming. Cradling it. It's slightly cradling it more than all the other You just have to loops. remember to scrub there a little bit more. Like, you just have to get your hand underneath it. Yeah, that's the only thing I noticed, too, because it is thicker, so I have to kind of move the loop back to get really in there. Um, because just going a once-over, you're going to be missing, like, an inch. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem with that because, Me again, neither. there's the paranoia of those really yeah. thin loops. It's... That's what draws me away from those thin loops, and that's why I still use the thicker nylon ones. And I don't like the nylon ones because yeah. they break and they're pieces of shit. Harbor bacteria. Yeah, they're awful. So I, I... And they dry super fast. So if you're like, oh, well, how long does it take to dry? No, they, they, they dry, dry so fast. They dry so while fast. you're drying the dog. Yeah. They don't retain the moisture. Mm-mm. So they're thicker in width, not in fabric. I'm probably using the wrong terms, but it's not like you're getting like this thick pizza crust. You can go check them out yourself on yeah. Etsy. They are Oh My Dog Leads on Etsy by Christy Han, Biothane Grooming Leads. Yep. So go check her out. Go support her. You won't be sorry. These leads are pretty great. So we wanted to give you some pros and cons. I think that there's more pros. So I'm all about yeah, the I balance. Me too. I think I'm going to get some more because now I have to give away one of my... You dumb bitch! Locking leads. So now <laughs> I need another one. And I need more, le- like, table leads. So I'll be doing that. You want a whole bunch of nylon ones? No, because now I know biothane leads are superior to those shit ones that you have. <laughs> I know. I just have so many shitty ones. I have nothing to do. Oh, and on the group, the locking leads, she's has the adjuster on that as well oh cool so you can i don't lock it all the way to where you know it's on the neck i just leave it so it has a little bit of space still but enough to where the dog can't back out if for some reason it does back out yeah so and they're still the same width so they're not those you know super tight leads that are fucking on the esophagus i mean it's still on the esophagus but it's a little bit more of a cradle action. We're all about increasing safety. Yeah. That's all that matters. So check them out. Oh My Dog Leads on Etsy. Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. All right, so Vanessa has been fucking dying. Okay, so my apprentice sent me this a clip from a Facebook okay so she's in a grooming apprentice slash bather so she's all up on those wonderful grooming forums that Vanessa stalks day in and day out as well I am not I am on them but I am not active on Facebook as I should be but I'm really not it's just hard 
So she sent me one, and she just wanted my opinion on it. And I thought it was the funniest scenario, and I will give you, I really just want to give you my opinion on it. Because I think, I think a couple people were a little, um, I don't want to say, okay, I just think people could be a little bit more creative about this and make some good money see what happens you know what i mean i mean people i understand we don't want the crazies like our goal in life is to shoo the crazies away but sometimes you can make a good penny you know a good penny off of them you know i work really well with the crazies a lot of times i definitely do you know because you just so talk to them a certain way i'm gonna read it off excuse me i'm gonna read it off but i'm not gonna read it verbatim because you guys are probably gonna just, I just want you to recognize the post a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this woman goes, um, I'm looking for a dog groomer for my dog who could, who can groom him in a non-confrontational manner. I believe is best for him. Dooley is an 18-month-old Bernadoodle. If you are unfamiliar with the more rare breeds. Oh, my God. That got me. I was dying when I heard Stop. that. Stop. Rare doodle breeds. He's a Burmese mountain dog. Chow, standard poodle. And this would be his first haircut. I want to stop right there. 18-month-old Bernadou. Rare Bernadou. So rare. Never been groomed. That's already, like, yeah. <laughs> There's so many red There's, flags in I this. I was going to say red flag. There's so many red flags in this that stresses me out just reading it. I just... Hold on to the end, guys. Hold on to the end. <laughs> it's rocky. It's rocky. It is rocky. Um... And this would be his first haircut, as I have not found a groomer willing to work with within the parameters I believe in. He currently weighs 89 pounds, and his hair is approximately 7 to 8 inches. Wow. Long, and on the longer areas, I would like to remove 1 to 2 inches all over. While I'm sure any groomer could easily handle the haircut, I'm having difficulty finding a groomer willing to wait for him to consent to each part of the grooming. He will consent by maintaining eye contact with you while you are working, and if he looks away, he is withdrawing his consent, and you will need to stop until he grants it again. I do not believe in forcing him to do anything he is physiological or psychologically uncomfortable with, and furthermore... Sorry, my bad. And furthermore, I do not believe any dog should be restrained in any way, including leashed to a tub or grooming platform or forced into a cage. I believe these things are forcing him to conform to human unrealistic (laughs) expectations of pets. Since I understand not everyone is as fluent in his language as I am, I would prefer if it, if, I stayed and supervised his grooming to make sure you don't miss anything he is telling you. Dooley will need a bath, blow-dried, brush out. He might have a few tangles, but they will be easy to brush out. And a full standard doodle haircut. However, my schedule is very busy, so the appointment can only take a maximum of two hours. Based on the interviews, blah, blah, blah. So... This person reached out to a groomer because she believed that this person was the right groomer for her and that could very well have been the possibility. She done fucked it up with all her crazy, though. So let's talk about it. 
What do you think about that whole post, Vanessa, or that... I would have done my usual and would have ghosted her. <laughs> like, I am down with crazy. If a client says, um, no groomer can cut the dog's hair properly, I'll take the dog. Whatever. I'll shoot my shot. Yeah. Um, my dog was injured at the groomers. I'll shoot my shot. That fucking crazy... Okay, like, I'm sorry. Yes, dogs have a language, but we're not sitting there having a full conversation. (laughs) Like, I just don't understand. Like, if we were going to talk about, like, uh, physiological or psychological, yeah, I can get where she's coming from. But do you know the kind of time it takes to read or try to read the language visually from a dog when you're trying to look at what you're doing? Well, one, the dog always is going to be looped. That's going to help because without the loop and it's a big dog, you're, that will help you. And this is his first it, groom. Yeah. First groom ever? Yes, first groom ever. Wow, she's fucking crazy. 18 months, first groom ever. Doesn't she's want crazy. to be leashed. No, yeah. the dog is going to be looped because, yes, when you're grooming a big dog, it's hard for every second to be watching the dog's face um or you know what's going on physically in certain areas so if the dog were to snap depending on where you're at you at least have that first defense yeah um so yes the dog is going to be looped that's not uh, that's not a question and then it's 18 months did she say how big it was like how much 89 pounds it's 89 pounds first time i am probably going to automatically groomer helper the dog loosely I don't automatically pull it taut on puppies. I give them a little bit of slack uh, because... You still want them used to it. You, I want them to feel like they're on loose on the table. But if it's a puppy and for some reason they go to snap at you, then their head is going to be stopped while I'm working on the back end. So, But that's only if the dog is showing signs of aggression. Um, to me, with the mini mats that it has, just the mini mats, that dog is matted from head to toe. Yeah, 100%. Seven, eight inches, there's no way there's no mats. Yeah, she's not pro enough. If she's saying there's tangles, that means she knows is that she is not brushing the dog enough. Yeah, it's going to be shaved. Yeah. This chick is fucking crazy. She doesn't understand basic training skills. She just doesn't. She thinks she does. She sounds all... She thinks she sounds intelligent in that text message. She sounds like a fucking idiot. Yeah, she sounds really unrealistic. She gives too much stock into her dog when that shouldn't be the case. Dogs need direction. Well, even then, she's, it's, she's, she's trying to create an ideology that maybe is... Okay... At heart, sweet. Yeah, give the dog consent. Completely understand. (laughs) I'm going to touch your paw now. Do you give me consent? (laughs) Okay, first of all, I talk to my dogs and say I'm going to touch their paw. I do too, but I'm not asking them for consent. No, I'm taking their paw. And like, okay, so the reason I wanted to bring this up is that I would totally fucking do everything she asked. And I would, one, do it because I charge hourly. Two, I would then talk to her and tell her two hours would not be enough, 
Or she'd have to do two hours every other day or every week or whatever. So, like, there would be a lot of, like, hey. You don't think that would instill bad behavior in the dog? 100%. I don't think any of this is going to work. But I want her to be there to see that. So I'm also petty. So I want to get paid. I want to be petty. And, like, I feel confident around dogs who've never been groomed before, who are difficult. I feel confident around difficult dogs to know when to just, like, stop. And just, like, work with them a little bit without using a lot of, you know, um, no shears, no clippers, nothing expensive, nothing that could hurt them or damage them. And it's a big-ass dog, so if it doesn't want to be on a grooming loop on a table, I'll just make sure my table is really, really low. Like That's still on the table, dude, so you broke a rule. No, she just doesn't want the dog looped on well, any platform or That is pub. just basic safety i know but I why would you see no, that but why would you risk yourself it's a bernice mountain dog oh yeah, yeah those things can be very aggressive they can also be very sweet i do i grew up with bernadou and he's like the sweetest dog he's that's, also massive that's great but this <clears throat> is an 18 month old puppy never been groomed before i would not want to take that precaution that's a big ass mouth on your arm i guarantee you will not get past, like, if you just did, like, if you're like, oh, yeah, I got to start off with the table on prep work, you know, nails, teeth, ears. With no grooming loop. With no grooming loop. That dog will not stay on the table. Oh, come here. I have to wait to give it to consent. And then the mommy will have to be there, but she's going to have to pay you for those two hours. And you do nothing with that dog. I would just be standing there with the dog running around, like, I need your consent. I need you to verbally consent That's to me. That's what I'm saying. I need you to verbal. You're not looking at me. I need your verbal consent from you, your eyes. Could you, could you? It's like it's like talking to my children Dude. without beating my children. I'm telling you. Could you please just go sit down? Can you? Can you just go sit down? No, no. You forgot the consent. Can you consently sit down? Could you look at me in the eyes and go sit down? Can you just go sit down on the table? I need your consent to sit down. Does that not sound like just like a one a can of reality like to her? Like, no, I don't think it would be because you know what she would say? You're not talking to him, right? Make sure you get the payment in advance, guys. She's going to be like, <laughs> clearly you're not talking to him and you can't connect. So you as a groomer don't know what you're doing and we're leaving. Okay. And sure then she's the going to leave with the dog off leash. This is just a, it would be, oh, I couldn't. I, when I have clients in their house, fucking, come here, Fifi, and the Fifi's running all over the fucking place, that shit irks me. It irks me so hard. So I speak up, and I'm like, you're going to have to grab that dog. Yeah. You need to go grab the dog. Oh, no, he'll come. I'm like, your dog's not coming. You need to grab the dog. And they're like, okay, and then they go and grab the dog. That shit pisses me off so much when you have a dog. Like, why wasn't that dog leashed before I got there? Like, your dog doesn't want to come with me. That's fine. I'm not offended. You shouldn't be offended. Why would the... I don't like leaving my house. Why would your dog like leaving the house? Yeah. Like, it wants to be in its bed. I want to be in my bed. (laughs) Like, I get it. Me and Fifi, we're on the same Wi-Fi. Okay? Like, just grab the fucking dog so we can go and we can get into our beds faster. You know what I mean? So, why does this lady think that this is going to work out for her? It's not. And it's funny. It's just, I could not deal with that lady. I know. I, I would love to see that interaction 
if that were ever to be, like, you were ever to be approached with that kind of... I really honestly hope that this is not new a new wave of weird pseudoscience that's, like, popping out, like, oh, you know, you don't want to go to these groomers if they're not giving your dogs consent and stuff like that. Like, okay, well, we're not in that kind of job. We're, like, OBs for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we just... We're, we're telling you the torture's over in the end. Yeah, like, this is... I just don't understand why people treat... Okay, I shouldn't say that. I should... Okay, because I'm kind of hypocritical in this sense. I do somewhat treat my dogs as if they're animals. And I know they say you shouldn't really kiss your dogs and you hug your dogs. You treat them like animals or you treat them like babies? Yeah, I kind of do both. They're definitely dogs, but I do give them love. Like cuddles and kisses and I overly pet them. and Things I, that... This, you, probably should yeah shouldn't do things that don't translate what i'm doing over to the dog they don't necessarily understand yeah um but at the end of the day i know that they're dogs and these new people and it's like specifically doodle owners don't understand oh and like chihuahua owners maltese owners um and that they don't wait understand. why are you bringing them in the doodle groups because because they treat their dogs as if they're not dogs I know, they're but babies there's still, there's still nothing compared to the leash wielders in the doodle groups yeah they're the doodle owners but they do are, like the maltese's the yorkies and the yeah. chihuahuas they definitely those but the doodle owners take it to another extreme for sure with their haircuts because at least yorkies they do have a, a hairstyle they have the um the dixie and then they have their traditional show ring cut which isn't a cut and then they have then the maltese's have the traditional have the traditional non-cut cut yeah the non-cut cut and then chihuahuas you know it's a chihuahua (laughs) you throw them in the shower (laughs) you throw them in the toilet and but so but then you have these doodle owners that are like I want a standard doodle cut. Yes, just like this bitch said, and it's like there is no standard. One to me. two inches off of a seven to eight inch long coat. This chick needs a reality check. I just don't get it. And then these poor groomers in these groups, who give them their reality check, get banned from the group because these doodle owners don't want to hear it. Yeah, they don't want to hear it. No, it's true. It's so crazy. It's sad. So, I would not take that client. I would 100% take that client. You're crazy. You are crazy. I'd want to be there. That's why I want... I just want to be... I want to... I. You know what? I'm one of those people that, like, just like to be observant of the crazy. Yeah. So, (laughs) this topic kind of transitions to our next one. It's about clients bashing groomers online. Yeah. And you see a lot of... uh, doodle owners bashing their shaved down doodles that you know were matted online it's so crazy and then like these poor groomers are getting bashed for no reason but because they shaved they did their job and i'm hoping i always assume that these groomers are educating these clients i don't believe it when clients say my groomer isn't educating me or my groomer didn't say that i think they did you just chose not to hear it and now you're having another person tell you the same thing. Yeah. There's not a groomer that doesn't give warnings. I do not know a groomer or a bather that doesn't give warnings to the owners. Like, hey, 
this is what you need to do. This is what we're seeing. You should do this at home. Like, yeah. I've never not told somebody, don't brush your dog. Don't ever brush your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, come on. I've never seen it either, but I'm sure it's out there. But you have, like, these very strange individuals who say, you cannot groom a doodle until they are 18 to... 24 months old because they don't have their adult adult coat and i'm like but what should you be doing until then like (laughs) nothing yeah like my apprentice was like hey you know somebody was asking about like when they should give their dog a haircut they have a labradoodle blah blah blah, golden doodle and i said well there might be some truth to that because they don't have an adult coat and you don't know what coat you're essentially working with Mm -hmm. if it's a coat that should be shaved or shouldn't be shaved but i mean they should still be going to grooming it's going to be their life regardless they need to be going into grooming let the groomer determine and most groomers are educated enough to determine what kind of coat they're working with and what would um, benefit in the long run. Yeah. I'm part of a doodle group. Uh, it's called, like, Doodles and Groomers Coming Together. The admin is actually a groomer. It was created by a groomer. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, um, this lady... <laughs> there's always... There's always a light attempts of groomer bashing in these groups, and it gets shut down so quick by the groomers. Which is good. And it's nice that it's groomer admit, so the groomers at least, you know, are... They get to stand up for themselves, basically what happened happens. But one of them that I saw today was this chick posted of her puppy's first-time haircut. It wasn't a haircut. It was just face, feet, and sanny. Mm-hmm. And... She was complaining about it. Her husband wasn't happy. She got this groom for free. What? By the way. I yes. Slap the shit out of that hoe. The no, it was the groomer's fault. The groomer told them, No, I don't charge for puppies. Or something along the lines. I'd I'd slap her a little bit. I'd slap her a harder than what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> charge for your shit. And then she says she doesn't charge for the first time haircuts either. I don't know. This was mind boggling. But they were still complaining over a free haircut that didn't even look bad, which they didn't even take anything off the body. Yeah, I love it. I just... And she was like... It I just, want this much taken off the body. It's my dog's first haircut. Oh, well, I mean, I could try, but it's probably not guaranteed, and you're not, you're not going to get guaranteed the look at the end of the day. Like, yeah. sorry. But they went in knowing it was just a face feet and sandy, and they were still complaining. I just don't understand. People want some things that are just so unrealistic. They're like, I know it was free, but should we go to another groomer? The dog looked fine. It looked like a face feet and Sandy. So I had this gentleman this week, and he has two 16-year-old poodles, rescue poodles, right? And his first groomer that he was going to for a while... Um, for some reason, the dog didn't want to go into the salon, so they attributed that with the dog is traumatized. So they stopped going to their original groomer. So they started a new salon. They liked the personality of the salon. They just didn't like how they couldn't go in right now because of 
COVID mm-hmm. and that the quality wasn't what they wanted. Like the paws were still fuzzy for, it's just a standard short poodle, top knot, clean face, clean feet. And the paws were still fuzzy. The face was still fuzzy. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, tr- I tried to clean it up a little bit. And then the dogs would pull away. And I basically sat them down. They came to our salon. They took a look at everything. And I said, I cannot guarantee a 16-year-old's haircut. Whatever your dog doesn't want me to do, I'm not going to do it. Yep. And I looked at the haircut, and it was actually beautiful for a 16-year-old dog that has issues. They both have medical issues. Yeah. And they're both ancient. Like, I had to tell them, like, oh, well, maybe you can communicate better with the groomer and see what they're dealing with. Um, and if you, and he's like, well, now that I talk to you, I understand. He's going back to the groomer. Oh, good. Because he, he liked the per, the people there, which is, and he seemed, he said that the dog seemed to like the place there as well. And I just had to educate him and say, you cannot guarantee what the dogs are going to look like. No, when they're puppies... And when they're old, when or they're difficult. old or assholes, <laughs> like we're not machines, we cannot push out the same product each time. No, it's we're fucking all, human. All dependent on the personality of the dog that day, like just the environment. Yeah. I just did a damn dog that was such a bitch. And I told mom, I was like, your dog was incessantly screaming the whole time. I almost didn't finish the groom. And she's like, yeah, she's been acting kind of like a little pill. And she was totally understandable, but, like, I really hated that dog that day. Oh, my God. Well, on the, like, second to last day before leaving for Mexico, I did the three Pomeranians and took a chunk out because they wanted the main shorter on that big marbly one, the oh, puffy so one. Oh, so pretty, yeah. They wanted the mane down, like, more, but they don't like clippers on the dog. So I had to chop it down. And on one side, it's perfect. And even on the other side, it's I chunked it in. And you can tell in the pictures. And I'm like, bitch, better not say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, it's a bad day. <laughs> I'm tired and done with these hormones. And I'll tell her. I'm like, yeah, I had a bad day. What of it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, we can't, I just hate this expectation that groomers have to be perfect all the time. And it's like, we're... Nothing's perfect all the time. No. We're not creating, like... Your dogs may have moved. Your arms are tired. You're... You're not brushing your fucking dogs. Yeah. Your dog will be shaved. Yeah, it is what it is, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of it for that. We could keep going forever, but we have only one, let me repeat, we only have one more story. That's it. One story for you. It's a bummer. Okay, story time. Hey ladies, I've been listening to you uh, for the last few months and I finally caught up to current podcasts. I know you're always looking for stories and I finally remembered one you will enjoy. This one's going to get a bit weird and uncomfortable. Strap in. I'm house call and have a client that I've been grooming for about two years. The husband is pretty wealthy but physically disabled due to some kind of accident. The wife is this gorgeous Filipino woman who speaks English with a very heavy accent. Her English has gotten better in the past two years I've worked for them. 
So I think because of the bank language barrier, some words seem more okay to the wife than they are to all of us. Specifically, what I'm talking about is that the wife refers to her dog's vagina slash vulva as a pussy. <laughs> you heard me. A freaking pussy. <laughs> My favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> She's said it a few times to me and it just makes me uncomfortable kind of like the word moist makes me uncomfortable one of my favorite words (laughs) (laughs) this last time takes the cake though the dog is not spayed so she has periods every now and then i've groomed the dog before when she was in heat and it was fine i didn't enjoy it because ew yeah no but a girl needs money and sometimes you just got to do what you got to do So the client was messaging me about her upcoming appointment to let me know that her dog was on her period and should she reschedule. I told her that while I didn't mind grooming her, it doesn't, it does make it hard to keep her clean. So maybe it would be best to wait out her heat cycle. The client agreed. So we pushed the appointment by a week and a few days later before her new appointment, the client messages me to let me know that her dog was still on her period and did I mind. I said, no, not a problem. The client said, great. And by the way, um, she's been cleaning her dog's pussy several times a day, (laughs) and her dog loves it when she wipes her pussy. Oh, my God. She went way too far. Like, I didn't need to know that that her dog enjoys the pussy wiping. (laughs) I'm now beyond uncomfortable and just plain skeeved out. I don't remember the rest of the conversation, but I ended up grooming the dog and it was fine. I also forgot to mention that I have a secretary. So she was the one who caught or who got the messages from the client and then sent them to me to respond to. She didn't know what to say and couldn't stop laughing. I think she wasn't as disturbed as I was about it since she's never dealt directly with the client like I have. But oh my God, it was funny and weird. Thanks for doing what you're doing and I hope you ladies continue to survive COVID. It's been awful for me and I'm barely making it, but the only thing that's keeping me going is humor. Keep up the podcast. Good luck with IVF, Vanessa. Oh, thank you. So, basically, she was masturbating her dog. Looks like it. That's awesome. I don't think, personally, I would be uncomfortable. I think I would be like, this is fucking amazing. This is hilarious. (laughs) Masturbating a dog. I mean, at least she's being a good owner, though. Right? Constantly keeping it clean. Constantly keeping it clean. It's kind of like when I was a kid. I hate to say this this is really gross. But when I was a kid, we had a cat that was not spayed. And she would like... I didn't know what a heat was. I didn't... Mm -hmm. I knew what periods were for us. But I didn't know what a heat was. Right? And so, like, she'd just stick her ass up in the air. And I'm like, oh, I guess she wants to be pet. So I would literally be patting her butt. And she'd be screaming. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was little. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but now this poor I don't even say poor doggy because apparently the dog enjoys it yeah. he's getting her pussy wiped that's awesome I fucking love it love it so much that's great uh, I'm, I'm curious though if you're uncomfortable with what she was seeing or what she was doing how do you make it through one of our episodes <laughs> I'm just very curious. Wasn't our, like, two episodes ago, like... 
we're about the force dryer (laughs) yeah like i've talked about masturbating i mean not intentionally of course because i didn't know until i tried it and i never fully got off of course but you teetered that top i did (laughs) so i'm i mean clearly you're not too uncomfortable because you listened to us and you binged us but i'm just curious (laughs) <laughs> because that chick sounds like someone I'd want to have a conversation with. That's that's the same kind of... Vanessa says pussy all day, every day. I love pussy. And controversially, I do love the word cunt. I love that word cunt. Oh, it's so empowering to say it. Because it's supposed to be a derogatory term. And, like, I don't mind if whenever I've ever been called a cunt. It's just kind of like... I am a cunt. You want to hype me up more? Right, right? <laughs> like... Let's bring you. Are you complimenting me? I've had my husband, because he knows how I feel about the word, and it's he's used the term cunt towards me in public, and you should see the reactions that he gets. He's going to get his ass beat. He is going to get his ass kicked, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, have an, I have no problems with it. I mean, I call him an asshole. And a dick. And I've called him a piece of shit, I'm sure, at some point in our relationship. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, so that's my only question for you. How? (laughs) Your client sounds amazing. Thank you for the story. Yes, thank you for the story. But, all right, uh, we are out till next time. So send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Again, that's groomerhumor at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. And tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, I'm curious, because it just popped into my head. Um, If people aren't sending in stories... Because they don't know what kind of stories to send. Any is really well. Yes. Anything that you feel might be even correlating to grooming. It doesn't matter if it's a fun story, a sad story, um, a client story, a employee story, a boss story. We also love answering your questions. Send us in your questions that you want an unsolicited opinion about. <laughs> I mean, because you're going to get it real, girl, guy, they, them. Um, So send us whatever. Like, we just want you to feel like you're participating in these episodes. And we want to hear from you. So that's kind of it. Uh, Stay safe out there. Yeah. Oh, also, guys, if you are um, in the process or, you know, you thought hot dog was a pretty cool cool thing that happened in our grooming world check out our interview on facebook on shit at the table shit on the table um so check out that one we did a live but it's still up it's still up yeah um yeah so yeah oh really quick i should have done this at the top um it is black history month and we have been posting there's going to be a part two it'll probably be out by the time this airs um, for recognizing some of the black groomers within our industry that we want to kind of help up and come. So go follow them. You can find them Find them on our, um, whatchamacallit, on our Facebook and just copy and paste their names and all social media platforms. 
follow them, love them. Um, this post was 100% stolen from Ciara um, that does mixed clips. She was the person that we had interviewed um, during our Black Lives Matter um, episode. She's amazing. She's been one of our friends. I 100% stole this post from her with permission, of course. So go and follow all of these groomers and let's help raise them up. All right. Okay, bye. For real. <laughs>